One, two, one, two, check. You're listening to Ask the Pros, a podcast that inspires individuals to change the way they think in order to pursue their passion and make a meaningful career. My name is Kesena Aronife, a project planner, and I will be sitting with professionals and entrepreneurs to discuss their processes, lessons learned, and how to make an impact. Welcome to Ask the Pros, where we inspire and motivate our listeners, and we also um, talk to people that want to make a difference in the community. I have here comrade Victor James, who is the president of the Niger Delta Youth Association, and I believe he wants to make a difference in his community. Um, Victor, please can you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Thank you. Um, I'm Comrade Victor James. I'm the national president of Niger Delta Youth Association. I was born and brought up in Port Harcourt, River State, Niger Delta. And uh, yeah, so I'm a youth advocate in the region. I have been working to ensure that youth in the Niger Delta know their places and they are not being used. NDYA, Niger Delta Youth Association, is a body that I established to ensure and to help youth in Niger Delta to get employed across the region, to also get empowered by the federal government and the NDDC as well, and also to uh, tap into scholarship opportunity there is in Niger Delta. So these are uh, factors that enables me to uh, think towards of establishing the uh, the uh, organization, as well as that of environmental conservation following the several oil spills in Niger Delta. Thank you. And as the president of NDYA, um, what are the processes you've put in place to tackle issues in your community in respect to oil pollution and youth empowerment? I have uh, written several proposals to United Nations with regards to the oil spillage. I mentioned the Ogoni cleanup uh, affecting the people of Ogoni land after the uh, famous activists who died uh, by hanging by the previ- uh, the uh, then General Abacha regime. Now, uh, I have also managed with my own fund and some volunteers' assistance helping me to pursue this course to carry out several conferences globally uh, informing the public about Niger Delta uh, environmental degradations and youth uh, restrictiveness. Now, apart from that, I have also helped children who are living under the, uh, uh, the, the what we call motherless home in Nigeria, uh, orphanage home, publicly known. Have been s- we have been sending several donations to homes like that to help children who have no parents to be able to buy food or buy some things, clothes, go to uh, at least pay for their tuition fees 
these are things I have been doing from my humanitarian aspect of life. I have nothing to uh, gain from that. It's something that pushed me to do it. I'm not being forced to do it. I believe every human being should put back to the society where they come from. So inv invariably, you're, you're letting us know that NDYA also give back to the community in terms of helping helping um, the youths yes. in the in the region in the community and Niger Delta as a whole. Yes. Now, as I know, in in the year in the year two thousand, um, the then president Olusegun Obasanjo formed the NDDC, which I believe is to facilitate and look after that region in terms of oil spillage and um, empowering the youth. Do you, you, do you think that the NDDC as an organization has helped to fulfill that cause? No, it hasn't. Uh, it only gives uh, people uh, contract and most of those contractors are also often abandoned in the region. Uh, some individual who are connected to the NDDC director, we collect contract which worth millions. At the end of it, they won't com complete that project. They, they will leave, they will abandon the project, take the money abroad. And these are same people from the region. They are from Niger Delta. They will take contract, they won't do it. And then in the aspect of the director, the director are not willing to develop the region, honestly speaking. They are diverting the fund for the development of Niger Delta through NDDC to run for their political ambition. A perfect case study is the that of Nsimankiri. Under Nsimankiri, the previous director of NDDC, uh, were youth went there to take contract, and they were told if you are not an NPC member, you have no money, they, they won't issue your contract. The contract they often issue to agitators for this oil spill through NDDC is called water ISENT. Would you say the formation of the NDDC and your own institution, which is the Niger Delta Youth Association, has, has something in common in, in, in terms of helping the youths in that region? My part and passion is it has no vested interest. NDDC was designed as intermediary body to silence the agitations in Niger Delta. It's like asking for government to give you land uh, so that you can be your own self-employed, but the government decides to borrow you or to give you a little piece of land. Or so let me give you another example. The agitators in Niger Delta ask to control the resources themselves and pay tax to the federal government. But instead, the federal government gave them uh, NDDC as a means of silencing the agitation. So in your own, your own, your own knowledge and what you know about that region, who do you think has fought this fight you're fighting in terms of the betterment of your community? Ken Sarowiwa is top one. Ken Sarowiwa, he died fighting for it. 
In fact, he was a writer also. He published a lot of stories, and this is where I, this is where I come back to the mainstream media. The, since he died, there is no information or report coming from Niger Delta to newspapers in New York, newspapers in UK. Are you getting where I'm coming from? So these are the issues. The person I'm emulating the step of Ken Sarawiwa. So you would, would you say the articles Ken Sarawiwa has written in this course in fighting oil spillage or the emp empowerment of the youths or people in the community, would, would you say these, these articles have met their purposes? No, not at all. In fact, since he died, uh, the federal government... Uh, uh, abandoned the region, and in fact, another declaration came up, which led to the likes of Asari Dokubo, Felix Teodolo, uh, you know, Kaya, we call it Kayama Declaration. So after that, another uh, youth body emerges again. So uh, this is where the case is. You have to take this as the truth. There is not a finished business in Niger Delta by federal government. When they do one thing, they stop. They do one thing, they stop. They never finish what they promise, which led to every year agitation. You don't just give people who you think they have the loudest mouth money to keep them quiet. And other people like Victor will come out. Even if you kill me to end the agitation, bear this in mind. Uh, another type of victor will emanate from the region, more than me. So it's not a case of bribing leaders or bribing stakeholders or killing activists that will end the matter. The matter is for federal government to say enough is enough. Let me just set up independent development in Niger Delta. Would you say these are, these are the few things that, has, that, has, that made you to, to form your own organization in terms of fighting this injustice yes in uh, that region yes because uh, i i don't like being a stodge or i i, I campaign against godfatherism i'm one of the campaigners i don't believe if you want to be a governor you must know somebody in abuja or you must know the sitting president I don't believe you must be a senator through somebody. Because if you do so, you will end up serving that person, not your people. And that's what is killing us in Nigeria and Niger Delta specifically. Most people who are senators are sponsored by either a governor or a president. So you have to bear this in mind. For the purpose of this show, we, we also have um, people on this show that would ask questions. And um, we want to take a question from one of, one of our listeners. Okay. Um, uh, Comrade Vitor, I actually want to applaud the way you've presented your organization here today and giving me this chance to, the chance to ask you this question. I will listen to you carefully and considerably. I am actually not too clear as to um, what your organization stands for so i want to try i want to ask you the question are you trying to bring the attention of national and international body to the level of illiteracy among the youths within niger data region 
or is Niger Delta Youth Association trying to advocate for the implementation of inadequate infrastructure that is in Niger Delta at the moment to address the appalling level and neglect of oil spillage in the region, or this is just an extension of Karo, um, Ken Sarwiwa's campaign. What does your association really stand for here? Yeah, it's not really very um, clear from what you're saying. I'll be grateful if you could if you, if you if you could give more clarity around that thank you okay um like i mentioned before uh, you mentioned key points which we are advocating for getting the international community attention to the region secondly we are advocating for federal government to uh, promote social amenities in the region. If you, have, if you have ever been to Niger Delta, you will know what I'm talking. There are some communities that produces oil that you expect the development to be equate that of uh, Saudi Arabia, Middle East. Uh, there is no road, there is no bridge. So these are issues that, except your evil person or your emotions is dead. That means you won't talk. There are some people, although don't get me wrong, there are people who, who don't think there will be a solution. There are some people who have given up for what I'm fighting for. Some people think it's political matter, so it will never end. Given the nature of Nigerian politics, we are the zone president to the north, zoning to south, zoning to south Wales. You see where I'm coming from. So these are factors you have to tell yourself. But the true thing is that I'm advocating for youth empowerment and environmental conservation. It has been carried out, one has been carried out by Ken Sarawiwa, which is the environmental cleanup of the region. Nobody have advocate for youth empowerment. I looked into the Niger Delta. I see the proportion of youth is higher than the older people, and most of them are not employed. Some of them are graduate. Have you not wondered why PhD holder will be serving a politician that is an illiterate? Have you not wondered why somebody who is educated will be a thug? It's poverty. There is no option, no hope. So we need a... a, a yeah, go on, ask. According to the Minister of Education in Nigeria, it states clearly from the statistics that I have in front of me that 30% of Nigerian population cannot read or write. I'm still not clear why you particularly interested in... Niger Delta Youth and not the whole of Nigeria. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I will help you there because... Come Victor, can I just finish? Yes. Yeah. Um, you've particularly picked on on Niger Delta Youth. So I'm sitting here confused. Is this an extension of Kansarwiwa's um, campaign or this is about OSP or this is about illiteracy campaign? What does Niger Data Youth Association actually stands for? It will be good for us to know so that every 
there might be people interested in, you know, helping your mission, helping to, you know, to advocate the view that you are trying to present to us today. It's not too clear because we can't be all over the shop. I'm sure some people want you to be more detailed and explicit about what actually you're campaigning for. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, see it as my, is my vision. Uh, every man have their own vision and their own call. Ken Sarawiwa started the journey of campaigning for the cleanup of Niger Delta environmental degradation. He died for it. He sacrificed for it. Even though people were telling him, this will kill you, that, that then there was a military dictatorship. So my journey is not just the oil spill. Clean up the oil spill is number one. When you clean it up, what else? Then you have not solved the youth problem. Niger Delta is where we all know uh, and the media think bad about our youth that we are too violent. I came from there. So I cannot speak for the other part of the country like Yoruba, Hausa. I didn't grow there. I didn't share any tie from the streets with them. I don't have that passion. It's like telling me to be a pastor. I will be a froster then. That's not me. I'm telling you I'm an activist of where I come from, where I see people killed by military because they speak up for justice. I've seen people, they, they get detained by the secret service. So what are you talking? There is a lot of things I have witnessed that even when I speak, I see tears in my eye. I'm not even telling you what I can do. I know what I can do. I can only do my best. I'm a human being like you. If you like my course, join me. If you don't, those who believe in what I do will join me. I believe in that. So, invariably, what you're saying is that it's not as if you don't care about the rest of the, the rest of Nigeria. You care about them, but it's just that the region you're from, you're more passionate about it. Yes. You, you, you're more conversant. Childhood experience. Yes. Yes. And to add more to that, the government have divided our youth to see things as survival is the fittest, where you have to be the strongest man or the loudest man to get what you want. It shouldn't be like that. It should be a region where they treat people like those who came from OE region Everything should be there if you want to go to school. Once you finish, you work. Have you looked at the job uh, market within the oil industry and multinationals? They employ people non Niger Delta. I'm not saying they shouldn't employ that part of the country, but in a same community country, you retain people who suffer from this pollution, who suffer from the gas flaring. Those things kill. That is, this is why the life expectancy in Niger Delta is below 50. People die in their 50, people who don't travel a lot. So these are pollution people inhale, not knowing. Even the fish is being polluted. They drink poisonous uh, water from the sea. The ecosystem is dead. Victor, 
from what you said, you clearly outlined that you know the NDDC and the federal government are not doing anything regard regarding the issues around the Niger Niger Delta. As the president of the NDYA, you know what what are the things you put in place or you can put in place that would help that region? I think mandatory. Uh, state social welfare, each state like Akwaibom should have social welfare. Uh, part of the fund will come from federal government and state government. It will be a separate department in civil servants. You know, like where we have social service, social welfare department where if you can't get job or you can't work because to be there is no much job too that means there's the alternative is that if you can't get job there should be a a a a, a, a opportunity or some fund given to you to support your life that will really help the unemployment rate in Niger Delta the poverty rate in Niger Delta yeah, so yeah, I haven't even mentioned about the slavery. Yeah, but uh, Victor, my my, what what I'm trying to drive at is that, you know, we you've you've clearly stated, you know, from from what you said, the NDDC and the federal government, the policies they put out there, they are not helping your community. No. you know. So as the president of the NDYA, you know, what are the things you think? You would put in place, you know, your it could it could, it could be policies, it, it could be procedures that you put in place that would help your community or Niger Delta as a whole. Okay, you uh, still you still bring me back again. Uh, when I look at Niger Delta, because I share psychological attachment there. I look at the solution differently from other persons that may not have lived there or grew up from there. So where I'm coming from, if you cannot tackle the unemployment, the poverty issue first, you can't do any other thing. Are you getting where I'm coming from? If you can't tackle the social problem like poverty, unemployment, and... Uh, education you can't do anything a lot of uh, youth they are, are suffering from all these factors so you can't achieve anything without that but i'm looking at united nations too to fund some welfare program in the region i have written some proposal to them to see where they can uh, give some uh, uh, funding that will help each state Relying on federal government, I won't lie you, they are not reliable entity, even the state government. So I IMF can also offer some help. Are you getting where I'm coming from? Yeah, um, but um, Victor, um, your organization, do you have targets in in terms in in terms of in terms in terms of of Pursuing your goals, are they are there are there targets? And if there are targets, how how are these targets met? Do you do you have indicators, key indicators, performance, um, 
measuring tools that measure this targeting against what you're fighting with? You have to look at your your goal before you look at your target because the thing is that my aim is to ensure that in the next 10 years or 15 years, uh, the youth will dominate the parliament in Nigeria, both Senate, seat, House of Rep, and all that. Before you know, we have governors who are young uh, uh, citizens of Niger Delta. Because with that direction, they will understand where I'm coming from. These same people who are working with me state by state uh, in Niger Delta who are members, I've encouraged them to be politically relevant too, so that they can make their way to House of Rep, make their way to, when they dominate, make the law themselves. They will eventually make law that will help the society which we are advocating for. Are you getting my point? Inv invariably, a few of the things you put in place is to empower the youths for them to also not not just not not just be be the be at the receiving end, but for all them to, for them to also be in the presence of making those those rules and be engaged for engage and engage in making in making those decisions that affects that community. Not just sitting down and watching them afar people that are in national assembly making those rules for them. They, you also want them to engage in making those rules for them, right? And become like them, too. Okay. Rather than serving them, I still want them to be senator. Some of them have uh, started contexting for House of Rep. Some of them have started contexting state by state in uh, uh, River State, Aquaibom, uh, Delta. So what I'm saying to you is that if we don't have those who have the same love to the region in parliament, in Abuja, where they make these laws, nothing will change. It will be like a petitio principi, where you, you still come back again with same people uh, running the government. So we need change. Through change of power, change of parliamentarians, that's where I aim in 10 years' time. So apart apart from apart from your 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 organization, you know, as the president, you know, advocating for such changes and making sure that the people in, in those communities or in Niger Delta as a whole, you know, benefit from what other states are having in terms of the quota of the oil proceeds. What other things have you put in place, e.g., in terms of maybe um, charity charitable causes, you know, that you've that you that you've put in place. To also facilitate this cause you are fighting for for one for the youths, for the community, and for people being old or young living in that region. Okay, thank you. Uh, I have uh, since 2015. All I have been doing is to uh, get grant and support both from philanthropists in Nigeria outside Nigeria and some international institution to issue grant. Some of the help I received, I, I will send it home, I take it home, I give it to some of the officers that represent me each state to take it to motherless home, where we call orphanage home. Then people who are homeless on the street see the ones they could help with it. Uh, then people who 
I focus more on people, children who have no father. So, so would you would you say would you would you say that cause has made a difference? It has in uh, that in that community. Yes, potentially has because um, some of them today found themselves in university. Some of them today find themselves in secondary school. Some of them uh, perceive themselves as uh, the fact they, they find a sense of belonging in the society. They can bike load. I do that every month. I send charitable support. And I have been encouraging the rich uh, stakeholder in Niger Delta to do the same. Because if you help those who are less privileged, the, the vulnerable ones, then they will understand that truly you are fighting a genuine battle. You are not fighting for yourself. You are not fighting for your family. So it's about putting back to the system through any means you can. Thank you very much for, for, your, for what you said in terms of your charitable causes in, in your in your region and I've and I've seen that you're very passionate you know about about your cause and and your and your fights towards bringing bringing peace and harmony and, uh, and making sure that you know your your community bene um, um, benefit from 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 the oil proceeds in your, your area but if me as because I'm not I'm not from Nigeria and, and if, if I want to get involved you know, or, or support your association. How 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 can I how can I get involved? Yeah, you can uh, go on the site. Uh, oh, do you do you mean do you mean do you mean you have a you have a, a, a web a website where, where where I can support? Yeah, I we have a site where you can support, or you can contact. Uh, if you go on the same site, you can uh, contact coordinate coordinators of uh, each. Uh, country or each state. What's, what's, what's the name of your website? Niger Delta. is NDY. If you type Niger Delta Youth Association worldwide on Google, you should get it come up. So, so if if I want to if I want to support your association, I want to support your fight and your community. I can go on your website and make donation if I want to. Yeah, you can go there and make donation. Alternatively, there's other means where you can, if say, for example, you wish to support state by state, and you said, look, I want to support Delta, Delta state. You can go on the site, contact the Delta, Delta state coordinator, and uh, tell him that, look, I want to help, he will give you means to uh, donate or show you tell you the relevant procedure that's it so from the from the point of of inspiration and motivation and and trying and trying and trying to to be like a, f a father figure to to the to the youths in your community yeah. what would be your message to them in terms of you know because and I know I know the issues going on going down there from clear from what you've said would call, would sort of like put them in a in a, in a place that would th that would kill them their morale. You know, what would you say to them in terms of encouraging and motivating them? I think first of all, you have to believe in yourself and don't think you can't make it without Godfather. 
Secondly, I mentioned belief, which is self-reliance. Then you need to strive hard, stay focused. If you want something, if you want something, walk towards it. Walk towards it. Some people you see today who are wealthy and they don't want to help. Most of them have encountered them. We know what they said. They said, Victor, when I was nobody, nobody helped me. So nobody should detect on me how, how to use my phone. That is why you have many stingy people in Nigeria. Not just in, in Nigeria mostly. There are some wealthy people who refuse to help. So don't rely on them as a young man or as a young lady. Believe that you can make it alone. Choose the right direction. Make your plan on time. Planning. If you don't plan, you will fail. When you, when you, when you say stingy, invariably that means they don't help, right? They don't help, and they have the money to help. Even if they have for their family, at least they, there's little help you can do. That is not, in fact, the only time they help if only the camera is on them to be filmed. Look at, I'll give you a case study of one little girl that couldn't pay school fees in Delta State. A small mm, nursery school. Are you, are, you, are you talking about success? Yes. Uh, you know the story, right? So you, she was, uh, the, the girl that took the video spread it on social media, did that on the basis of comedy, but he reacted differently. A lot of lost celebrity, lost fame, celebrity that you don't know them. They use her as a bait to come back to life. They promise her scholarship. Whereas there's most of those kind of girls in Niger Delta to help. Why are they focusing on a girl that have uh, media attention. They are doing that for their to promote their celebrity profile. So are you getting my point? It's yeah, eye yeah, service yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, comrade. This is evil. That's what I'm saying. People don't help. They only help when there's camera light on them. That's what I'm saying. So invariably, you're just saying that the 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 case study of success, yeah, just made them to come out and and try and, and try and pay the picture that oh we we are helping. We, we, we want to build schools, we want to give free education, but it, it's, just, it's just that case they're using to be, they're using to, they're, 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 they're using as a yardstick for their judgment. Comrade Vito, thank you so much for your explanation. I was just, I really picked a lot of interest in what you've been saying, particularly what you've just said about that the story of success, like lots of celebrities jumped on the van wagon on the fact that success is already popular and they wanted to, you know, showcase their own fame that was already dying. Yes. I get that view. But the thing I'm, I'm also, I've been here thinking, like I do feel you'll be the right person to give me an answer to this question. You did say that a lot of you want, in your, your 10 years projection is to see lots of Ninja data used in House of Assembly, you want to see them to become governors. Are you sure that is really the goal they want to pursue? Some yes, people just want to be like headmaster. It, 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 they just want to look after their family. They need basic needs. What would you say? Okay. How many people in Niger Delta, among Niger Delta youths are illiterate? And how many do you think your organization will be able to assist to okay. get them to the next level? Okay. You know, most of these challenges we face is political problems. 
and which have to come down to political reform, which is changing the narrative. How do you change narrative? You can't change narrative from same criminals. You have to change the head. Then you have a positive tell. The head, who are the politicians in Niger Delta, they're highly corrupt, they're barbaric. So my aim, 10 years, 15 years, I want youth who are genuine, who have no tie to this father, called fatherism in politics, to make their own whims and caprices emerged. Be a senator, be a house of rep, eventually be a governor. You can make it. You don't have to necessarily be a political goal achiever. There are people who want what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying this will be a, a yardstick to actualize other surroundings, pendings, like clean up, empowerment, social welfare, making the region developed to match international standards. Thank you very much, um, Victor. Um, it's, not, um, it's not a question. I just want to like compliment you on the work that you've been doing with your association. Uh, you've been fighting, you've been out and about trying to put the word out to get people involved, to get people to notice all the work that you guys have been doing. I just want to congratulate you and then wish you all the best for everything that you guys are doing. Thank you. Hi, Victor. I just want to say we appreciate what you're doing. Um, it seems like a very motivating campaign. And I just want to ask, how is it like with the women and men on your team? Like, do you have more men than women? How's the gender equality equality like? Oh, thank you very much. That's one of my area of discipline. I have been pursuing gender gap, gender uh, inequalities in Niger Delta. In fact, most of our ladies have been deprived uh, in some jobs, which I think is an injustice too. Some of them are lawyers, some of them are, when they get married, they expect them, expect them to be at home as housewife, whereas these ladies can still bring money to the house. So in my organization, there are a lot of lawyers, some ladies who work with me. The proportion is equal where you have 10 men who are executive officer in a state, you also have 10 ladies representing the organization. So I make sure the equality gap is hereby absorbed. Thank you very much, Victor, for that. You know. And we, we also have a question for another, on the, on the, from, from another listener. Hello, Victor. Uh, my name is Sandy. Uh, I just want to find out if you have any representation here in the UK as we are based here and uh, where do you guys meet? What kind of work are you doing in regard of uh, your, the campaign you are, you, you're going, you're doing? Okay, yes. Um, uh, I have uh, officers and coordinators in United Kingdom. They have really worked hard with me to ensure... Uh, uh, certain movement I make, like conferences, meeting. In fact, the last uh, uh, case study was that of the um, um, ambassador. I took some officers uh, to meet with, with the Nigerian ambassador to UK. 
also when I hold a conference in Wales, in Swansea, it was called African Youth Summit. It was my officers working in UK that put that measures. So, uh, and to cut a long story short, I uh, was campaigning. They helped me to campaign for consulate to be established in Cardiff because that was one of my drive. I looked at Wales. I told myself, no, we deserve consulate. The, the distance between London and Wales is too far. Nigerians in Wales deserve consulate. This is just me. I just have that passion of looking at where there is a loophole to cooperate. So, so are you solution? Are you saying, so, are you saying that th those are part of the work that your organization, as the president of the NDYA, is doing? Yes. To make sure that services that are supposed to be provided to like Nigerian citizens are offered to them, even even if they are far away as as Wales compared to London, because I I know that in in the UK. The, the only embassy we have as, as, as in Nigeria is it's only in London. So you're saying that you're or you're, you're you're trying to make the federal government um, provide another on, on an, another embassy, Nigerian house in Wales. I'm not even trying to. I make it happen. I told the ambassador to come down to Wales and witness it. The proportion of Nigerians in Wales. He sent his representative. He came down there. They saw it. Nama, Emmanuel Nama. She was there. Uh, he met children who are married to, who are, uh, who are from Nigeria, who have lived in Wales for a long time. They were happy to embrace the ambassador. So it was a case of having that uh, Nigerian institution or consulate in Wales that will give Nigeria two things integration tourism and uh, investment opportunity to grow in Nigeria. Hi, um, I have another question. Um, your campaign relates to a lot of young people. Yes. And it's a movement for young people. Um, a lot of young people in this um, generation are using social media. So do you have an, a social media presence like Instagram, Facebook? Yes, we do. Thank you very much. We have Instagram, we have Twitter page for NDYA, Niger Delta Youth Association. Mm -hmm. We also have Facebook pages. You know, so if you look at, if you go online, we have Wikipedia page, which showcase things we have been able to achieve, our campaigns and our objectives, our passion. It's about youth. Youth must survive. Um, Comrade Victor James, thank you for jumping on Ask the Pros. And um, it was a pleasure having you. And um, you've, you've told us about the, your association, which is the NDYA, and um, why, um, why the NDDC has not really helped your community in terms of um, oil spillage and empowering the youth. And um, you've, you've, you've clearly told us um, your plans and what your, what your association aim to achieve from all this in terms of putting policies in place and empowerment you know and and we're really grateful for having you on this show victor thank you very much i appreciate having me here uh, it's my pleasure thank you so is there is there is, is there is there any last word you you want to give 
the youths back home in terms of um, motivating and, and, and um, encouraging them? Don't stop. Keep pushing. Push any mountain in front of you. That is the truth. You have to be, uh, uh, you know, perseverance. That's the right word. Don't give up. There's a lot of obstacle. Nobody climb up without uh, uh, obstacle. So any obstacle you see, push it away and go. Keep going. So invariably, the, the, mes- the, the, the message is keep moving, keep pushing. Don't give up. You, don't give up and you definitely achieve your goals. At all. Be stubborn to get success. That's the truth. Don't look. To make it in life, you need two qualities. Humility and confidence. You cannot use one when the other is not needed. So the only problem I see, do not use one when the other is not needed. Please. Thank you very much, Victor. You know, and it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks once again. You're welcome.